the cybersecurity talent shortage. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Joanna Berkey, Chief Information Security Officer at HP. Welcome, Joanna. Thank you, Tanya. Really happy to be here. What brought you into the cybersecurity field, and what were the steps that you took to become CISO for HP? Well, not surprisingly, like a lot of people in this field, I was a computer science background person. In university, I majored in CS and math. But then I never had any cyber aspirations or intentions back then because it wasn't really a thing. You know, I'm at the age where back then, unless you were in the military, this wasn't really a focus area that people emphasized. I was really fortunate. I ended up falling into it really early in my career as a software developer. I started working at a network security startup, first foray into the cyber world at a really young working age, and I loved it. Like it was just fascinating because it took all of these things I enjoyed about CS and it created this field that was always changing. I had no idea how much it would change 25 years down the road, but it's how I got in. And I, I feel so fortunate that that happened to me. And once I was in the field, I took a relatively unconventional path. There was no master plan behind it. I look back at it now and I think, wow, that worked out really well. But I wanted to learn a lot of different areas in cyber. So I moved around a lot. I did product strategy. I did program management. I did sales enablement, security evangelism. And in the end, you know, even without a master plan, that gave me an incredibly broad base that I now draw on constantly in this role of the CISO because the CISO's role can be so complex and so far reaching. It really set me up really well for this totally unintentionally. So what's the state of employment in the cybersecurity field today? Is there still a talent shortage? There is. There is a talent shortage. There is a diversity shortage in cyber. I think we, uh, there's really two forcing functions I've seen in the field that I think are leading to this, you know, in addition to the fact that the threat landscape has just gotten incredibly bigger and more complex. So the subject itself has really mushroomed in the last years. But within the field, specifically when we look at, at talent and we look at diversity, there is still very much this idea and this, I think, mindset amongst people that cyber is an incredibly technical 24-7, uber technical, all the time, can only really get into it if you're a technical genius. Coupled with, we already know that in technology fields overall, it is hard to attract and keep women. So you really have these compounding challenges, I think, on top of each other that at the end of the day really hold down the numbers of women and other diverse candidates in this field on top of already having a talent problem there as well. Now, the bad news is there's multiple challenges, but the good news is I think they can and should be tackled in parallel. There's absolutely different tools we can pull on to tackle these, and we don't have to boil the entire ocean. Are there any untapped talent pools where candidates are being overlooked? 
There definitely are untapped pools. And a, a couple really always come to my mind that I, I, I think we as a field would be really well served to focus more on. One is overall the traditionally underserved populations that haven't gotten enough opportunities in tech overall. This can mean people that are not traditionally degreed, populations that don't quite have the access to STEM, uh, a lot of young girls, a lot of Black Americans don't have the same access to these programs. So you, you definitely have pockets of talent in potential that aren't really being tapped. But then in addition to this, you know, we always talk about those areas in technology, more STEM, more access, and these are great programs. Uh, would love to at some point talk about everything that HP's done in these areas. We've really had some good strides. But then in addition to just the whole more diversity in technology, cybersecurity specifically requires a really broad set of skills. And that's something that doesn't get a lot of attention. When we talk about the cyber professional, we picture that uber technical person that I described a while ago. But in reality, running a cybersecurity organization, the employees in my org really cover the spectrum. You know, we anticipate and stop attackers. We respond to and root cause incidents. We educate and train broad sets of employees. We communicate with business stakeholders. We have to articulate risk all the way from board of directors on down. When you look at all of those requirements and all of those ways that the employees spend their days, there's a lot of untapped talent out there that doesn't fit the uber technical cyber professional. And I think that's an area that's really ripe to bring in, not only to give people more opportunity, but really to make the whole field and world of cyber more robust and more resilient. How should we stir interest about careers in cybersecurity? What's missing from the message? I believe we need to change how we talk about cyber roles. We need to change how we write job descriptions. We need to change how we advertise. If you look at, and this has been a conversation on LinkedIn in the last weeks specifically, and I think it's a really timely conversation. If you look at a lot of cyber job description postings, they are acronyms and skills a mile long. You know, this, this is a list of requirements that would scare anybody off, honestly. And I would challenge all of us in the industry that when we think about what's really needed in a cyber org and what's really needed in a cyber role, we need to be more thoughtful and we need to be more intentional about how we describe these roles. You don't often see phrases like strategy definition, articulation with stakeholders, all these things that are so important to the cyber strategy being pan enterprise effective. Instead, we concentrate on CISSP, 10 years of root causing incidents. You know, I, I think we have a role to play there in how we talk about our own roles because we are unintentionally self-selecting by keeping these super descriptive, super long, super challenging descriptions out there when the reality is way more broad than what we're actually describing. I get this question a lot from young professionals. What hurdles should people expect and how should they prepare to overcome them? What a great question. And there's, you know, of course, especially as a woman working in the field, I definitely think of some challenges, I think specific to being a more diverse 
personality in the field. I think a challenge that hits everybody is what you do one day or what you do when you start your cyber career is not going to be what you're doing even a week later or a year later and definitely not five years later because of the changes in this field. I think that can be a bit of a challenge and it can be a bit of a surprise. You know, a lot of people get out of their training or they get out of university and they think, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this for X long and then I'm going to move into this. And the reality is it is constantly moving. The cyber roles today are not at all what we would have described 10 or 15 years ago. I believe, though, that is a plus in this field. We should talk about it. We should celebrate. We should train people to expect it. And that is a huge piece of creating cyber professionals that are resilient. You know, the famous word of the day right now about cyber programs is they need to be resilient. So let's train people to expect kind of some of those challenges, expect those stumbles. And then, you know, in addition to just the, the subject specific ones in cyber, you know, we know, especially with the pandemic in the last year, a lot of particularly diverse people working in this field have had unexpected challenges. This is an area where I'm incredibly proud to work for a company that has been very focused and very intentional about how we help people through those challenges and those stumbles. And what we've learned is you need to cast a really wide net and expect just about anything. Be willing to look across your employee population, but then be willing to get real specific, real tailored, and real individual to help people as they deal with some of these stumbles. Move fast, help quick, see what works, pivot if it doesn't work. So then that leads me to what about programmers, engineers, and maybe even managers in mid-career? Uh, what does it take to make the switch into cybersecurity? You know, I love talking about that because I think as we were discussing kind of untapped populations earlier, mid and late career professionals can have great opportunities in cyber because of the breadth of skill and the breadth of talent cyber really needs. It's a way broader tent than people outside really think that it is until they get inside. Number one, we as cyber professionals need to reach out more. We need to be more vocal about the fact that we need people of all kinds. There's not just one model. And if you don't fit the one model, then forget it. You know, you didn't get into it beginning of your career, you're out of luck. So we have a, a responsibility there as the people in the field to, to promote this message. But I think also there is a lot of room for an awareness across everybody that cyber is everyone's job. And if cyber is everyone's job, then everyone has a place in that tent. And we're starting to get a lot of traction across enterprises with other people promoting this message, not just those of us in cyber. So I think if we can start to move that zeitgeist, kind of get that mindset moving in that direction to think that, oh, it doesn't require a secret handshake. It's not a you're in or you're out kind of subject. Number one, it's gonna make our enterprises more secure because cyber is everyone's job. And it opens up this great field of thinking, wow, maybe I can actually have a place working in there, not just being part of acting in a secure way every day for my company. 
What advice can you offer people trying to fill cybersecurity openings? And what advice can you offer those who might be qualified but not considering a cybersecurity career just yet? For the former group, those of us looking to fill, you know, I mentioned a while ago, I think we need to change how we talk about the roles, but we also need to be real thoughtful about what we actually need. There's the wish list, the want list, and then there's the, but what can we work with in reality? In my own organization, we've really expanded our net a lot more to look for people with different backgrounds to whom we can teach what they need to know about cyber. You know, let's find someone who knows a lot about the cloud. We can teach the security aspects. Let's find someone who knows a lot about business risk or business analysis. We can teach them the cyber components. I think there's still a little bit of an idea that, you know, you're either in it or you're not in it. And the reality is it's a field that can be taught like anything else. So that's the advice we're trying to internalize right now in my own organ. And I would recommend a lot of my colleagues across the industry to look at it that way. I think for people who are intrigued by it and aren't in it today, start some conversations. Look around you, find the people. They don't even need to have cyber in their title. Maybe they know something about cyber. Start some conversations. Find out what the cyber strategy looks like in your own company or what it looks like in your network or what it looks like in some of the other people you know. I guarantee people will be surprised at the breadth of what a good cyber strategy needs. And that networking and that knowledge and those introductions are gonna to start to get people tied in a little bit to then really take advantage for the gaps that all of us have that need people exactly like that. Joanna Berkey, Chief Information Security Officer at HP. If somebody wants to connect with you, Joanna, maybe they want to uh, find out more about some of the work that you guys are doing at HP, or maybe they just want to ask questions about how to get into cybersecurity. What's the best way to do that? I encourage and welcome anybody who would like to reach out to me on LinkedIn and who would like to follow HP Inc. on LinkedIn. HP puts out a fascinating amount of really interesting material. Um, I read it myself constantly because I always learn something about my own company. We've got a lot of great people with great initiatives within the company that are talking on LinkedIn and highly recommend people following that and reaching out to me as well on the same platform. Sounds great. Thank you so much for joining us, Joanna. Thank you. And find more of my interviews and subscribe right here or on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.